Parker scrambles He's left, winds up, runs up. up. He's got time at the 10 to the yes. 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, and a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning, fading shot. Up, gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. What is going on, Packer fans, and welcome to the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for diehard Wisconsin sports fans. I am Trevor, a.k.a. Sunshine. You can find me on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. I am with Tyler, a.k.a. T Plush. You can find him on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. And also... We got the Vanilla Gorilla in the house. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at Vanilla7Gorilla. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod. So today we're going to do a little first round mock draft. We're going to alternate picks, but we're going to go through the whole first round of the mock or for our mock draft. And But before we get to that, we have a few things we're going to do before. So we're going to do a rapid fire over under. But before we get to that, we are going to talk a little bit about what happened this week with the Packers. So, boys, say it with me. Coon. 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 Tyler, you're a little late. <laughs> Idiot. All right. So, obviously – John Kuhn retired as a member of the Green Bay Packers, um, which is awesome. He needed to do that. We needed him in Green Bay for that. Um, great teammate during his time in Green Bay. Um, great player, as great as a fullback can be. Um, so do you guys have anything more about Kuhn? You know, his speech made me tear up a little bit. It was good. He's <laughs> one of the fan favorites, man. You can't beat that fullback coming in. As soon as you saw him come in, you knew it was a guaranteed at least two, three yards, man. Yeah, I agree. You know that when he was talking about Aaron Rodgers as a teammate, I'm like, our point was perfect when we were talking about Rodgers being uncoachable before – and I think, I think um, when you have teammates like John Kuhn come out and say that, it's important. And it really puts into perspective who is correct with saying that. And I believe Kuhn over Greg Jennings. So, anyways, let's get to that over-under. We're going to kind of do this rapid-fire I'm going to tell you the category we're going to do, and then I'm going to give you the number, and both of you tell me over or under. So we're going to start with wins. So 
Are the Packers going to be over or under 10 and a half? Under. I'm going over. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Unbiased, you gotta, dude. You got to have faith as a Packer fan. Come on now. I'm going to go under, but barely. Barely under. So 10? Nine or 10 wins. I'd like to see that 11 win. I mean, we should get an easier schedule, right? Because we sucked the last couple of years. No shit you'd like to. It's <laughs> not what we'd like to see. It's what's going to happen, bud. Yeah, and it'll be 12. We got 12. The Bears are going to get like six. True. It'd only be fitting. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go into scoring offense as a team. Um in their ranking, like where they're going to rank in the NFL. So I have the over-under at 10. So over would be like ninth or better. Um, under would be 11th or better. Uh, or worse. I'm going to go over with that um, just because you look at all the other head coaches uh, – who came into the league, like take Sean McFay, for example, their offense flourished right away, and they did not have a quarterback. We already have that established. So I think buying into the system won't take as much time, and we'll be back to one of the most explosive offenses in the league. Yeah, I'd agree with that. A new coach, new system, plus all of our young wide receivers have another year under their belt so they'll come out with some more confidence more understanding of how to play with Aaron and the rest of the guys so yeah I'll say over on that one I would tend to agree with you guys I think our offense is going to be much improved from what it was last year last two years really um, but let's go to scoring defenses um, and Last year, the Packers were 22nd in scoring defense. I'm putting the over-under at 15. Under. I'm going to go under with that. Yeah. I don't know. We just we historically are not a very good scoring defense. <laughs> um, I mean, and not much of the pieces will change most likely going into the next year. Um, I mean, we actually have the same coach, so – but. I don't know. I just never envision us being really good scoring defense. As long as we can get stops, that's all we need. Right. Uh, I'm going to say right now it's for sure under, um, depending if we do bring in like a high-end free agent, um, like safety or edge, whatever, um, then I could see it getting up to around like the 14, 15 spot, but right now under I'm gonna say over no shit and I'm I'm thinking like in the 8 to 12 ish range um, yeah really year two of the system hopefully we're gonna see a year two jump from Josh Jackson Jair Alexander and plus our secondary was decimated by injury and they were like top 10 at the beginning of the year when we had a whole team so and hopefully getting an edge at 12 um, hopefully another one in free agency I think that'll bring us up 
and make us a lot better team, defensively at least. So the next one we're going to go to, we're going to jump into um, personal stats. So we're going to go to Devontae Adams. And last year, Devontae had 1,386 yards. I'm putting his over under at 1,500. I'm going under. Uh, I think with the new offense, we're just we're probably going to run the ball more. Um, so we'll use a more balanced attack. And I think his receiving yards will go down. I, I think he'll still get his touchdowns, don't get me wrong, but I don't think 1,500, no way. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this, Tyler. Um, like I said before, the all the young guys are more experienced, more confident now, and I agree with you. I think our run game is going to grow more. I know all last year everyone was pissed that Aaron Jones didn't get enough touches. Uh, hopefully that changes this year. I'm Yeah, under 15. All right. So I kind of think the opposite because Matt LaFleur's offense is run, run, deep shot down the field um, from play action. So I think Devontae is going to be Rodgers' number one target downfield, and I still think he's going to get around that 1,500 mark. Um, and just so you guys know, that's happened a total of 42 times in NFL history that a receiver got 1,500 yards. So still would be in a pretty elite company, and I think he has a chance. Um, we'll see how the system works with Devontae, and hopefully he's able to continue his yards production. Um, so now moving to Aaron Rodgers. I have his over-under at 4,500 yards. Um, just so you know, last year he had 4,442. I'll take the over on that. Um, kind of what you said, the more explosive plays coming from play action. Um, and then just having that chemistry with those receivers now. Um I think he'll he'll get those passing yards. We should be more competitive and have a better offense. So, I like the chances there. Damn, Tyler, you and me, <laughs> I just found the same page today. <laughs> yeah, I'd say over too. I'd, hopefully, we can uh, get a healthy, uh, better offensive line this year too. I think that should help him a whole ton because he threw away a lot of balls uh, this past year, and. Obviously, more protection, um, a higher completion percentage. So, yeah, I'll take over. Yeah, so I, like I said, he had 4,442 yards last year, uh, which is crazy because he had by far the league's most throwaways, like Scott oh. said. Um, but just so you know, Rodgers has only thrown for over um, – 4,500 yards once in his career. Hmm. Um, so I feel like with last year, he definitely should, based on the yardage he had last year. But the fact that he's only done it once 
kind of has some pause for me, so I'm going to go under. I want to be different than you guys. All right. You are. So now we're going to go to Aaron Jones. I have two on Aaron Jones. Um, the first one is how many games he plays this year. So the last two seasons, he's played 12 games each year. And I'm going to set the over under at 13 and a half. I'm going over um, strictly because I think we'll probably see – I think we're going to see more of like a tandem in the backfield, which should leave less opportunity for him to get hurt. I mean, you kind of see that's what – like kind of like what the Falcons do in Atlanta. Um, utilize both your running backs and then kind of save them so they're fresh as the season goes on. So I think he plays more than 13 and a half. Uh Man, I was going to say probably over. Um, I'm going to say under, though. I'll say he plays 13 games. Um, I mean, injury prone. They're just It's just tough to throw all that faith into him playing all but two games um, as a power running back like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's tough. Yeah, I, I agree with Tyler. I think he's going to play 14 or more and that might be strictly because I want him to play 14 or more games um, because when he's not out there that's gonna really hinder this run game and hinder this offense um, with how LaFleur wants to run it so yeah I'll go over on that and the next one is yards for Aaron Jones and I have that set at a thousand. Last year he had seven twenty-eight. I'll take the over on that. I mean, seven hundred twenty-eight yards last year with a makeshift line being suspended the first couple games and then ending the season on IR. I mean, give him a couple more games and he easily had that, and feed him the ball more and he's really has it easily. So he's got a thousand, no problem. I'll say under. Uh, thousand's kind of tough to get to, um, especially as an injury-prone player. Hopefully he gets there, obviously, but um, right now until I see all the changes on offensive line and um, that we actually are feeding him the ball more, which I'm sure we will, but until I see it, I'm going to stay at under. I'm actually going to go under as well. And not because of health or anything like that, but I think we are going to see Jamal Williams enough too, and I think that's going to offset him just enough. I think he's going to get around 900, 950, so just under. But I think splitting time is going to do just enough to get him out of that 1,000-yard um, club. So lastly – on our over-unders, we're going to go with last year's rookie cornerbacks, so Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson. And we're going to do how many interceptions those two are going to get throughout the year. Um, I have the over-under set at three and a half. Oh, ooh, that's tough. I think... I think I'm going to go over. I think he'll need Alexander to break that one, hopefully. 
Um, we saw him lose a couple interceptions last year, like on penalties or um, actually, yeah, a lot of penalties. I think a couple of the Clay Matthews hits took away some interceptions mm-hmm. from him. Um, I don't know. I'm not expecting a whole lot, I guess, from Josh Jackson. Maybe he gets one or two, but I think most of them will come from Alexander. Three and a half seems pretty doable. Yeah, I think that's a tough number. Um, and it's tough to see how much, especially Josh Jackson's going to play because, like you said, our, our cornerbacks were pretty injury-riddled. Hopefully Kevin King comes back. Uh, uh, like Tyler said, though, I think Jair should be good for three himself. So I'll say over, barely over. Okay. I'm – yeah, I think I have to go over too. I think Jair is gonna get enough himself, um, but I think it'll be close. Jair is gonna get three or four, so depends um, what Josh Jackson does, and hopefully they both take a big uh, year two leap, and we get eight plus out of both of them. That would be great. Um, so now. We're going to go into that first-round mock draft. And just a heads up, we are not draft experts. So we're just doing this kind of as a fun um, little exercise for us to just try to get to know the prospects um, and get to know other teams' needs. And... I think that'll just make us better overall, and you guys let us know how terrible our picks are. So we're we are just gonna rotate through. Um, Tyler's gonna take first, Scott will take second, and then I'll take third, and then we'll just continue to rotate through through till we get to the thirty second overall pick. So. First on the clock is the Arizona Cardinals, and Tyler's the GM. Who do you got? Easiest pick of my life. It is Nick Bosa, for sure. All this Kyle Murray talk is just a bunch of smoke, trying to get people to trade up. You cannot pass up on Nick Bosa. Once in a generation talent coming out of there, they take Nick Bosa easily. That's not going to happen. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, it is. Bud. Yes, it Sorry, is. Bud. You're right, Tyler. Good job. <laughs> it is. Trevor, nope. I bet you a monkey chug, Nick Bosa, is number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no way. All right, so this is this is only if Nick Bosa goes one or Kyler goes one. If anyone else goes one, the deal's off. Works okay? for me. All right, but Kyler's going one. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And they're going to trade Rosen for a third-round pick. So <laughs> Better get a chugging. stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Um, so with Nick Bosa off the board, that kind of makes this a little bit harder for me, but I'm going to go with Quinoa Williams. Quinnen Williams. Yeah, Quinnen Williams. <laughs> That's what I said. The defensive end out of Alabama. Number two. All right. That's a good pick. Um, I believe he's easily the – number two guy in the draft. He is a beast on the interior. I, for number three, I'm going to go a little bit 
off base, but not really here. I'm going to take Jonah Williams, the offensive tackle from Bama, and that's strictly because uh, I believe that Jot, or Sam Darnold needs some protection. So, yeah, if I'm the Jets, I'm getting him some protection at the third overall pick. Seems like a Jets pick. Hey, offensive it line does. picks aren't sexy, but a lot of times they're the best picks of the draft. Um, yeah, at four, moving on, uh, we got the Raiders on the board. The Raiders. Oh, yeah, if you didn't hear, they got Antonio Brown now, so yep. good for them. <laughs> uh, but I think with their pick, they're looking for an edge, trying to find somebody to – I don't want to say Phil Cleo Max shoes, but you got to get some production there. So I'm going with uh, Josh Allen, the edge linebacker. Yep, that's a good pick. That is, that is a good pick. All right. So up next is fifth overall, the Bucks. Scott, who are you picking? Uh, another team looking for. Some defense help. Um, I'll take Devin White, uh, linebacker Ooh. out of LSU. Oh, wow. a little bit of a stretch. A little bit of a stretch, probably. He he's a great player. Um, I think just the position is. That's the only reason why I think it's a stretch. Off-ball linebackers aren't quite as important, but. But there's not many in this draft class. True. There's like three that are worth taking. Um, so that leaves the Giants at six. And this is too easy for me. Where is he? Where is he? It's way at the bottom, but <laughs> I'm going with Kyler Murray. Oh, there he is. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> He's going one overall, so this is low for him. You okay? Let's let's revamp this bet a little bit more. I bet you okay. Dwayne Haskins is the first quarterback off the board. Whoa. It's not gonna be Kyler Murray. <laughs> okay, what happens if Dwayne Haskins is number one or first uh, quarterback? We want to stick with monkey chugs. We want to change it up. I say it's a shot of Malort. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that is, but <laughs> oh. oh, then you should do it. I mean, I'm pretty confident, so I'm in. <laughs> All right, so we have a monkey chug and a shot of Malort on the line. <laughs> it's going to be a bad day for one of you guys. <laughs> have fun, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Hopefully not uh, me. All right, um, so at, Jags yeah. at seven. Seven Jags. Um, they're interesting. I think... They like to build around defense. We have listed on here their needs as wide receiver, tight end, O-line. Um, I know they might be losing a few of their defensive line players, um, so I think they're trying to rebuild that through the draft. They're going Ed Oliver. Ooh, okay. All right. Lions at eight. Lions at eight. All right. I. Jeez. All right. I think Lions at eight 
I'm going to say they go for a cornerback here. They're going to take Ryan Murphy. Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy. Byron. Okay. Okay. Him and Slay put together? Okay. That could that could work. Yep. If, if he becomes a good cornerback, which rookie cornerbacks are typically not good. I mean, we got pretty lucky with Jair last year. Um, yeah, but if he plays well with – Pairing him up with Slate will help a lot. So, next, the Bills. And I think this is too easy. They could either go one of two ways. He can, they can go protect their quarterback, or they can go get him a weapon. We're going to get him a weapon. DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah. As much as I want him at 12, the – they're, it's not getting past the Bills. No way. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm going DK Metcalf at nine. Okay. Um, oh, moving on to the Broncos. Um, there's been a lot of hype um, about Drew Locke going there. Um, I mean, they did just trade Casey Keenum, so obviously they're looking for a quarterback. Um but, uh, you know, I think Dwayne Haskins is the way to go. That's the QB they want. Should be the first overall drafted quarterback. So, if he's still there at 10, that's who I'm taking. Wait, they just traded for Flacco. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. Idiot. Ooh. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Well, this GM are just you, got fired. Are you tra- <laughs> are you tra- changing your pick at all? Uh, yes, that was a brain fart. <laughs> I will change my pick then. I forgot they went for Flacco. Um, okay. <laughs> Ignore that. We will, uh, we're going to go protection then. We're going Juwan Taylor. They're going to try and protect Son him then. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you can't change now. <laughs> That's who I was going to take. Oopsie. So that's the top two offensive tackles off the board, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's there's still some good tackles out there. Dalton Reisner. Um, you also got David Edwards from Wisconsin. Chris Lindstrom. He's an interior guy, but he's good. Um, All right. Garrett Bradbury's good. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to do it because it's going to piss Trevor off. Uh, Brian Burns. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Brian Burns at 11. I was so excited <laughs> that he was still on the board. You know this isn't real, right, But <laughs> I thought the Packers guys would let him fall to the 12. <laughs> nope. Now you have to pick the guy that I want. All right. I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, you do. I'm not picking Hawk. <laughs> what? I'm not picking Hawk. No, that's not what I want. All right. Um, because Go I on, think he's I know the best Trevor, guy on the board, I'm going Cleveland Flarrell from Clemson, the edge from Clemson. Um, Brian Burns would have been a huge knock out of the park there, but I'm going to go Farrell. You think he's better than Sweat? 
Pharaoh is a monster. He's the best guy yeah. on the Clemson D-line, and there's three that are going to go in the first round. You saying likely. Montez isn't a monster? The 6'6 guy who ran that super fast 40? You're right. We're not yeah. all about the combine here, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have sweat in my you get off. 12. <laughs> Tell me that when you get off your knees in front of DK Metcalf. <laughs> Oh, and lucky number 13, you have the Dolphins on the board. So now I'll actually pick Dwayne Haskins for real. Good job, Tyler. <laughs> good job. Woohoo! I did it. Yay. That's a good one. All right, Scott. Falcons at 14. Falcons at 14. Could go for a defensive tackle, offensive line, or another edge. You know what? I think now I'll take him. I'll take Montez Sweat here. Sweat at 14. Let me find him. He's done. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then Redskins at 15, so this is probably going to be a stretch, but I really feel like they need a quarterback, so I'm going to go with Drew Locke. Okay. And he's not even on our top 50 board we have here, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. All right, leaves me with the Panthers. At 16. Um, so we have their needs as edge, O-line, and defensive back. Um, I think they go O-line here. So I'm, I'm reaching, going for Dalton Reisner here at 16. I don't think that's a reach. Reisner. Uh, I got Cleveland, your 2020 NFL champions. Um, <laughs> I will agree with this draft, mock draft and take Cody Ford from Oklahoma. Cody Ford. The guy can play anywhere along the line. Is that what you think? That's what I am reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Vikings are up next. And I think they have to go lineman here. And Chris Lindstrom is who I'm going with there. No, I changed my mind. Oop. I changed my mind. I'm going to go Garrett Bradbury because – that guy was he's just a mauler inside and he was a athletic freak as well so I'm going to go Garrett Bradbury for the Vikings okay. um, alright that leaves me with the Titans at 19 um, ooh, so good thing this is 
this isn't for real here. Um, I think with their next pick here, they're gonna they're gonna take a chance. The Titans are desperate to get some edge pressure, so even though this combine was terrible, we're going Jakai Polite at 19. I definitely thought he was gonna fall to 30. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if he has a good pro I, day, he might bump I back up. I so. completely expect him to fall to 30 in the draft. Shall be interesting. All right. Steelers at 20. Scott. All right. I'm kind of shocked that this guy fell this far to 20, but um, we're going to go Rashawn Gary. Edge from Michigan. I am not shocked you fell that far. I'm not shocked that you're not shocked. Okay. All righty. So now we have Ravens at 22. Whoa, no, Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks at 21. Um, I think just because Russell is hit so much, I think they have to go O-line here. And now I'm going to take Chris Lindstrom. For the Seattle Seahawks. And Tyler, you're up. Ravens at 22. Ooh, all right. Yeah, Ravens. Um, God, this is such a tough pick. Um, we have their needs as edge, wide receiver slash running back, O-line. Obviously, they were a great running team last year. Um, especially with their quarterback. Um, so, I, don't know. I think they're looking to get him a weapon offensively. Um, so, I'm going Marquise Brown, wide receiver. Okay. Hollywood. And Scott. We got the Texans now. 23? Yes, Texans. Texans at 23. All right, that kind of changed things. Um, let me see. Is he on the board still? Who? Dalton Reisner? Nope. Oh, damn it. Um, let's see. Yeah, alright. I will go with Greedy Williams, the cornerback. Ah, you son of a gun. All right, so now we have Raiders at 24. Um, and with their first pick, they got Josh Allen. So that alleviates some of their holes on their roster. And I am, I don't actually think they should do this, but it's John Gruden. So. <laughs> He's going to reach here, and he's going to get Joshua Jacobs, the running back from Bama. You that took my pick, road. bro. Man. Really? <laughs> yes. All right, oh, Tyler. Yeah. Eagles at 25. Yeah, so, my la man, they could have went with Greedy Williams or Joshua Jacobs, I thought. So you guys are <laughs> you're leaving me in a pinch here. 
Um, so, oh, looking on who's on the board here, I think their biggest need's got to be at corner. Um, last year, their corners actually played fairly decent, but there are a bunch of no-name guys who are exceeding expectations. So, the next corner we have listed on here is DeAndre Baker, so that's what I'm going to go with. Okie dokie. Baker is off the board. So, Scott, we have... Colts at 26. All right, this is tough. I want to pick a wide receiver, but... Nikhil Harry. Are you sure? Why is that? Why do you say that? Because that guy's a beast. He's the second best. Well, or Kelvin Harmon. Kelvin Harmon's a beast, too. I don't think you can be opposed to either one of them. I'll take Kelvin Harmon. All right. Kelvin Harmon's off the board. Getting Andrew Luck some weapons out there. Would be a good pairing with T.Y. So now I get the Raiders again. And... Oh, I think they're going to go out. I'm taking the keel, Harry. I think they're going to go out and get another weapon for Derek Carr, and hopefully they're going to get him back to how good he was before that broken leg and get him some weapons to make it easier on him. All right. That leaves me with the Chargers at 28. Um, maybe you guys can clarify this for me here. I don't see him on our, our little board that we're using here, but um, what's the deal with Dexter Lawrence? What do you mean? What's the deal with him? He's 43 on uh, our board. Okay. 43? Wow. Oh, yeah, that part of them. Well, you know what? I think the Chargers, they go for him. That's I'm Not reaching Christian for Wilkins? <laughs> Who? Christian Wilkins or Jeffrey no, shut Simmons? Up, shut up. Let him, let him <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've already been fired as Broncos GM, so I might as well be fired as Chargers. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Dexter Lawrence at 28. Scott, Chiefs. Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins. Hmm. All righty. So Christian Wilkins is off the board as well. All right. The fun pick. Packers at 30. So I think, I think we have to at this point. I think we have to. If he falls this far... They're going to take him at 30. There's no question about it. TJ Hawkinson, tight end from Iowa, is going to be the next Gronk, and we're getting him at 30. So I know, Tyler, you love that pick. So, Well, yeah. You know, in my mock draft, I had him going at 30 to literally be Gronk's prodigy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just seems too fitting. <laughs> Um, oh god, going to Rams next. Um yeah, the Rams are a bit of a headache to think about. Um what do we got? We got Jeffrey Simmons on the board yet? Yep. Yeah. I think that's that's who the Rams take, Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. And obviously he fell because of the injury concerns with the torn ACL, so he's probably not going to play the first year. Um, but yeah, he's 
probably top five talent, but with his injury history and things, he falls, and that's probably a good spot for him. Seems and like something the Rams would do. <laughs> yeah, probably. So Pat's at 32 for our last pick. Um, we're going to go with the next Gronk prodigy there. No offense. There we go. Yeah. No tight ends till 30, and then two go off the board. <laughs> and both Iowa tight ends. So, All right. So that will be it for us on the Packers edition, this Packers edition of the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy. Um, so please let us know on Twitter how you feel about that mock draft. It was probably the best one you've heard so far. So. Except Tyler's. <laughs> yeah, except, except Tyler. We should right. probably yeah, post this on Twitter or something. Huh? We probably should. We'll figure out a way to do that. Um, but, yeah, let us know whose picks were the stupidest, who were the best. Um, yeah, and then we will talk to you guys next week. Hey, can I give a quick shout-out to my boy B-Rad for helping me make some picks tonight? <laughs> I appreciate it, bud. All right. So, yeah, we will talk to you guys next week when Scott and I are no longer in Florida right now. So we'll be back in the chilly Wisconsin temperature. But, yeah, if you guys don't have anything else. Nah. Kyler Murray still sucks. Kyler Murray's going number one. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Hey.